0: This is the muster on Hokanui Monday afternoon. Lenny Kravitz is the artist. That song there, probably one of his lesser known songs called Mr. Cab Driver. Um, sounds very 90 rocky, which is probably when it came out, ironically enough. Um, next up, Dean Rabbage, Glenham farmer, sheep and beef farmer, as well have a bit of a dairy farm as well. Dean, how sings this Arvo? Good, thanks, Andy.
1: The sun is shining and the grass is growing, and so are the lambs. So it's very much needed after the sort of events we've had the last 10 days.
0: Yeah, it's been an interesting 10 days. We've had both ends of the spectrum. We've had the highs and the lows.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. I think Sunday was probably the worst day. We could have experienced lemming in a long time. Uh, Their wind and rain and hail was just, just devastating. But never mind it. The week sort of, if you can believe it, got better from there with a bit of snow on Tuesday. So it's all good.
0: With that snow, though, did you have the wind chill? Because we had the snow here in Gore, but there wasn't much breeze to speak of. And, of course, it's the wind that we're all concerned about. How would you fare?
1: No, look, the the snow was actually quite pleasant, as it sounds. uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah, it wasn't wasn't an issue at all. It was um, actually a reprieve, if anything, so it was quite good.
0: Uh, So you're getting well through the lambing now, you reckon? Yeah, look,
1: I'd say we're about between two-thirds and two-quarters of the way. Way done. Uh, we're just busy cutting out paddocks at the moment to try and reduce the, the time we're spending going around them. Um, so we'll get the ewes sort of yeah, to this stage by the end of the week and then um, we'll just get all that tidied up enough in time for the hogs to kick off. So we're stuck for punishment at the moment.
0: Um, tucker's looking okay?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. that's half the reason we're sort of cutting out. Um, some paddocks are obviously stocked higher. Uh, when we started to, to capitalise on the feed a bit more cover in that paddock and the covers have improved in other areas so yeah just juggling a few numbers around and sort of the name of the game from now on just to make sure we give the ewes maximum potential to milk properly and get those lambs
0: pinging um, pretty much status quo you get the odd big udder but nothing out of the ordinary
1: yeah nothing out of the ordinary just just uh, sheep inventing ways to try and die, which seems to be um, a common theme for most people this year so yeah, it's so, all so interesting. But, um, yeah, just, just your run-of-the-mill no lambing issues, just a few hard others. You can catch you up on a hot day, and you uh, lamb's the wrong side of features, and those nice fun things. But, yeah, he's meant to be there.
0: Hey Dean, we'll touch on Nickle Horrell from Environment Southland had him on the program on Friday, talking about Environment Southland. Like um, if these resource consents are to be granted, the onus goes on to them. Um, last time I spoke to you, you were pretty hot under your hot under the collar regarding all this going through. Um, it's but like I say, it's something that's going to be relevant and creeping up ever so quickly on farmers as well, and something to be um, aware of.
1: Yeah, it is definitely something to be aware of, Andy. And look, my position hasn't changed at all. Um, as far as I'm concerned and the way I read it is the ES is probably stuck between a, a rock and a hard place. Um, their land sustainability team over the last sort of five, six years, has done a fantastic job and has got a really good rapport with farmers out there and I'm um, achieving some really good outcomes. Outcomes that will never be achieved just by getting a resource consent. So um, yeah, I'll be just carrying on working with guidelines from the land sus team and, and taking evidence of what I've been doing um, and carrying on because yeah, it's all about the outcomes, not the process, I think so um, resource consent as far as I'm concerned isn't going to create any better for me and yeah ES are going to have a massive workload on unfortunately if if they're forced to go down this path which I know um, there's a fair bit of work going on behind the scenes to try to avoid that
0: Yeah, all the farming groups are doing their best just to um, get dialogue with Minister Parker regarding all this, just say, look, we need another 12 months. We need to get our ducks in a row or lined up, so to speak, because there is way too much for this to go through at the moment, everything else happening on the side for farmers as well. It's all up to one man who can change things, basically, but whether he changes it or not, that's the um, concern.
1: I think it'd be easier to change the man, Andy. Um, Yeah, and and look, getting a consent in, in November... Uh, for winter crops that are going to go and potentially still into January, like I know everybody can have the best laid plans and that, but things change. Um, stocking numbers change, the ratios of stocking is changing. All of a sudden, that the area that you've got a consent for may not be cropped because it's not relevant enough for you anymore. Um, I know that I've always had best intentions stuff, but I've changed paddocks as a spray contract has gone down the down the hill past the house at times just because. Um, Yeah, your feed budget might change depending on what class of stock you're carrying after weaning. So, yeah, it's all. I know we all like to be planned out and stuff, but things change. And if we've got a consent, well, that eliminates the ability to change and be flexible?
0: And that's the thing when you're farming. You're always changing plans. Like last minute, you've got a plan B up your sleeve. Um, The way, for instance, you want to graze a paddock. We're being told now in no uncertain terms, we need to tell in these consents what way we're going to be grazing a paddock. I mean, it's ludicrous.
1: And, and the way we graze a paddock could come down to um, perhaps a scanning result at the start of July. Well, yeah. yeah. It's um, too late to, to go and put on a new paddock or change your consent process then, isn't it?
0: And just talking to people like Sir Jamie King before, saying how the season's looking pretty good, his best for four or five for the time of year. So, it, like you say too, as your feed situation changes, so does your management.
1: Exactly, yeah. Uh, I, I just don't think a consent will will give us the flexibility that we need at
0: times either. Yeah. Um, we'll touch on this as well, a bit of a change of tack, but the passing of Queen Elizabeth II uh, uh, late last week, Dean, I mean, as far as the royal side of things goes, um, whether you're a royalist or not, we can't. And we've got to acknowledge it just over the next couple of days. I mean, it would be a miss if we didn't. I mean, people get sick to death about the royal talk and watching the news on TV, I just switch over, and over it. But I think in the scheme of things, though, we just need to acknowledge what she's achieved.
1: Yeah, exactly. 70, 70 years isn't a bad. They being on the, on the throne is it. So um, yeah, she's obviously achieved a lot, and she was a great advocate for agriculture, um,
0: yeah,
1: and cattle and, and stuff, breeds in the UK. So um, yeah, it's great to have a have a leader in such a position that was such, so, who was passionate and um, really yeah entrenched in the egg sector. So yeah, just with an on, yeah, that sort of influence will be missed.
0: And apparently she drank unpasteurised milk for breakfast every morning. I think I read that correctly today as well. So, just shows she's very much an advocate too. What uh, Prince Charles III, what he's going to be like regarding it as well because he's an advocate for wool, but he seems to be a bit more in the middle regarding um, environmental consciousness as well.
1: Yeah, he is um, quite outspoken in that space as he's getting on and off his personal jet to fly around the world. Um, but, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. But, yeah, obviously being an advocate for wool and he may become a bit more neutral now that he's in, um, obviously the king. So we'll just have to wait and see how this one goes.
0: Just finally, mate, um, comment on the Stags the other day. What do we do to rectify the situation?
1: Uh, turning off at half-time is a pretty good start. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I don't know. I don't know. I think we had a discussion at the start of the season. That yeah, it was yeah, all I remember plenty that. Of, plenty of... Um, High expectations, but um, yeah, it's just turning into another stag season, isn't it?
0: You're talking about the four wins, and you actually took a screenshot. We're going to hold me to account on this, didn't you? I did actually, yeah. Yeah, but at uh, least not comment yeah. on that because I'm not going to give you the glory there because oh. it's unfortunate the way it's transpired. Hey, Dean, we'll let you go, mate. Back on the lambing beat. All the best. Thanks for your time, as always. Thank you, Andy. Dean Ramage there farming at Glenham. Uh, Up next Monday afternoon, Sergeant Gary Eddington from the Gore Police.